Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. We've spent over 10 years on air, shaping a generation of action motorsports, and now we're changing the game again. The best motorsports, the best action sports, and the best of pop culture with some epic guests thrown in. I am Jim Beaver, and this is the Gentle Tire Jim Beaver Show with Brittany Cardone. Grab the popcorn. Welcome to the Gentle Tire Jim Beaver Show. Sitting here with uh, my good friends Kenny and Crash that we wanted to do for a while. I don't know. Shenanigans is breaking out right now. We haven't even started. We're supposed to talk here. Thanks to Gentle Tire for making this all happen. And uh, I don't know. Where were we? Were we Shenanigans? About yeah, we were talking about kids' Christmas programs we to start were. this off. So we're supposed to be talking about your careers and industry. but we're That is our it. career, Broham. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, well, good point. Listen. All right. So our, we're going to crack some beers here first. So we need to get Crash some, uh, some wine, though, I think. Uh, and that's fitting. Yeah. That, yeah, what, with, that uh, I've committed 19 crimes? Is no, that what yeah. you say? That, that's fitting? When you have, <laughs> As I open up a 19 have, crimes cabbie? When you have Snoop Dogg. Oh, hell, yes. what, what is this? Okay, here we go. When you got came s- with a wallet. It's a carbon fiber it's bottle a, opener that came yes. with my wallet. Why it's isn't there a rigid logo on this thing? Or a general tire logo on this thing? You know what? Uh, decals. Actually, I think it, it, the, decals. Hold on. I think the company, is it rigid? Oh, Ridge. The, the wallet company is Ridge. Bam. We're close. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Does, does, your, does your beer cap say anything? Mine says properly chill. I think that's a great thing I to do right Kona now. I got Kona Brewing Company. All right. uh, it's I on had, the floor. I had something. <laughs> Party foul. Hey, pass hey, the corkscrew, So, yo. So real quick, man, uh, <laughs> we were talking about uh, our, our beautiful daughters. Your daughter is, what, 13? 14. Just turned 14. 14. She's in eighth grade. Our daughter is eight years old. And we were talking about recitals. And I got to disagree with uh, Jim. Don't call me Beaver over there because, Jim, you uh, you said, man, God, I got to deal with all these. No, he said he's glad he doesn't have to deal with it anymore. What's going to be your ticket when you retire? Your daughter. <laughs> and if your daughter's not rocking the mic, bro, Hammond, and she's not on fr- freaking Dancing with the Stars and stuff, you, you got to encourage your daughter to be a hell of a singer or golfer or Something to help make the old man some some dough. I, when I you actually, retire. it's going to blow your mind when I tell you this. Right, she's an amazing architect. You're what? in weird Phoenix. No, what? The home of no so so the kid literally. So you know how they've got these video games, Sims, Roblox, stuff like yeah. that. Oh yeah. So she's been for years. It's got to the point where she builds these extravagant oh. houses that are crazy. So people pay her already. It, it's kids. They'll hey. Build us a house. So they'll pay her 20 bucks to log into their account and build them a house in Roblox or Sims or something like that. 
She gets paid by her peers. Yes, to build to houses build and stuff. Virtual but, houses. But you get into these games and you look how deep it is, the architecture and stuff like that. It's actually pretty amazing. And she'll go on and she'll be like, oh, here's Kim Kardashian's house on YouTube. And then she'll go into the game and build like the Kardashian house in the game. Oh, that's insane. So you're, you're so on to something. It. Yeah, so she has she, the eye for it. So she decided, she, I think she wants to be an architect, which I'm completely like, hey. Are you kidding me? Yeah. Screw tennis and golf, uh-huh. man. That's legit. So, yeah, uh-huh. so she's she's got a knack for it, you know. So I don't know. Let her let her do what she yeah, wants. Yeah, I don't know what you were saying. Oh, you gotta be on Dancing with the Stars or whatever. No, you gotta be happy. <laughs> and clearly, that's what makes her happy now. And let's see if it takes her into yeah, the future. She doesn't even like playing the game. She just like building the houses. Okay, that, that's even better. She's already ahead of the game. So yeah, yeah. she just uses that. So I, I really need to get her some of that, like that architecture software where you can actually just go in and start building stuff. No, so. use the twenty bucks that she's earning per house to, to get the, <laughs> the reinvest in your business here. Huh? Yes, <laughs> why not? You, she has to reinvest in herself now. No, Dad reinvests into her. I'll make Come an on. investment in her. Yeah, architecture there you go. Firm. There you go. Thank you, pops. <laughs> hey, what what teenagers and so forth are learning nowadays at that age? My goodness, investing is probably one of the priorities that they should be learning. And that's – hold on a second. I know we're digging rabbit holes out of the gate. <laughs> that's what we knew was going to happen here, though. Yeah. I mean, that's – Listen, Beaver, the, 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 the problem with uh, – listen, we've got the greatest school system that we're in part of. Kyrene uh, – The Kyrene District. Kyrene District that our yeah. daughter's in. Uh, she's in a dual lang- language school, Spanish and English. Imagine that. She's learning English. No. <laughs> she – um, uh, certain areas of Phoenix, you need to learn uh, English. Yeah, <laughs> true. Uh, the, the, it blows me away what a seventh, eight-year-old, even nine-year-olds are learning in school now, which should be, and no joke, investing. <laughs> Think about it. Mm-hmm. Your, your daughter's learning to build houses on a damn app for 20 bucks. Put four or five more zeros on that in about seven or eight years. She's going to own NAU here in a week and a half. I don't know what that it's means. It's not a bad thing. <laughs> I don't know what it means either, but it's not a bad thing. If she's owning it's anything not. in seven or eight years, that's perfection. Think about it, man. Our daughter, every time we get on an airplane, let's play life. No, oh, she does. Let's play life. <laughs> Dad, you want to go through the college end or you want to go through let's get my ass into uh, uh, professional life? We always, what do you like? You know what it's I'm talking so about. Yeah. She's eight years old and wants to wants to have three million dollars in the bank by the time she offloads six or seven of her kids. Which is when the parenting comes in and we say, "No, hold on a second. That's not real life. Come on." Jim's going, my God. No, it's funny because my daughter loves life, too. So it's just, no, she, no it, that game, and it's come back because I, I grew up playing the original. You know yeah, yeah. I mean? yeah. It was it's something changed. my parents had, and it was like in this old cardboard box. You dust it off, and, I mean, it was you had the old station wagons. And it, yeah, it's completely <laughs> different now. It, it, they've updated wow. it, thankfully. But, no, it, it's, it's a true story there. You know, I do have to ask, though. It's like my college degree, I laugh because I got a marketing, uh, marketing degree, right? Why do, you, why do you laugh at that? Because social media didn't even exist when I got my college degree. No. no. <laughs> now what I do is social media. You were ahead of the game, man. <laughs> no, but here's the deal. You would, would you be in the position you're in right now? I mean, take the driver part aside. Would you be doing anything else without your marketing degree? Probably yeah, not. my business and marketing. No, it's helped my business yeah. tremendously. So, yeah, some of the consulting work, stuff like that. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, listen, Jim Beaver, <laughs> the, the minute a 21-year-old or 22-year-old walks into – their first interview out of college, they're marketing. They're marketing themselves. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm, sh- I'm, I'm sure yes. your marketing yes. degree had nothing to do with that. But that's what you are. 
I mean, I walk in and, and meet my new friends here at Rigid, who actually I was in here three years ago. I'm marketing Speed Freaks. I'm marketing me. I'm marketing Crash. You, anywhere you go, you walk up and you have a Speed Freaks logo, you're marketing. So, yeah, I mean, don't discount what the hell you did, no. Roham. Mm-hmm. Oh, and I do tell people that all the time. Racers, whatever, and you, you deal with as many racers as I do, and we've all been successful in this industry, but I tell them it's optics, always yep. optics. And we're having a good time. We're having drinks. You know, things like that. But I said, when you're out at a party, I don't care if it's a race, whatever, optics. Mm-hmm. Don't ever get drunk. D- you know, right. ha- have a good time. Know when it's time to go Unless to your hotel room. Unless it's the SEMA room. show. Yeah, well, Can't yeah. That's <laughs> only me. There, there's times. <laughs> 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 times. But, you know, and truthfully, we've all been there. But, you know, the cell phones and things like that go away yep. at a certain mm-hmm. point, too. Mm-hmm. You know, and things like that. So mm-hmm. I just judge my drunkenness or my, my, in, my intake by the person who's actually paying me. If dude's getting lit up, bam, I'm right behind him. <laughs> that's <laughs> an interesting take. That's, a, that's fair enough. <laughs> you know? I, I agree. I, I'll go with that. Kind right. of like drivers, though, on the podium, and they're drinking out of their bottles of Red Bull or cans of Red Bull, I should say, or bottles of something else. When you know that, well, we know that it's water in there. It's not the actual product. Yeah. There are times at parties where, yeah, we might have a can of something, and it's actually water in there, but we just keep sipping from it. Because you have to. You have to maintain your composure yeah. when you are with clients or when you are with fan bases at times. Oh, I've, uh, I pulled this. It was funny. We were actually at Sandsport Show. Jackie over there from Rigid. We're going to give her a throw out on this mm-hmm. uh, show. We were all in the bar or whatever, and everybody goes, shots, shots, shots. I don't do shots. Do you sing that, sh- that song? Shot, shot, yeah. shot, shot. I don't do shot, shots. Shot. So there's a round of shots, and everybody's taking shots. Uh-oh. And everybody, you know, and there's a few people that know I don't take shots. So I was like, oh, I'll take a shot with you. And I had a beer there, right? I had about that, that mm. much beer in the bottom. And everybody goes to throw the shot back. And as they tip their heads back, took the shot, I dumped it in my beer. And then I walk up to the – and everybody goes, oh, high five, high five, high five. And then, you know, a couple minutes later, I just sneak over to the bar and tell the guy, hey, can I get another glass of beer? He goes, I watched what you did on the house. <laughs> <laughs> and he just poured me another Dang. beer. And so I just pouring the shots in there. I was like, I don't need to get lit up, and I don't Good. do shots. But it was – everybody wanted me to take shots. So it's like, yeah, you just play pretend. But you got to be cool. I've had friends that, you know, that they'll start uh, – you know, that they'll just have the bartender, you know, instead of a Captain Coke, it's mm-hmm. just a Coke, you know, and things like that. Mm-hmm. You know, it's a very light – you know, just have you, just a, have you, have you ever had a car bomb? I a car bomb? Colson. Irish Colson, car you're bomb. a residential drinker. <laughs> what is it? It's a car. You, you, what do you drop a shot into a beer or something? What? It, Jackie Irish, knows. Irish oh, that's car, an Irish car bomb. Irish car bomb. Yeah, yeah. damn it. I just said a car bomb. Hell, <laughs> Kenny's like, what about an American yeah. car bomb? You, you know Street Bike Tommy, right? <laughs> Travis Pastrana's main guy. The yeah, big, I mean, big he's Husky's. just been a part of it. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's like his so third leg. To- Tommy is one of my dearest friends. <laughs> I love Tommy to death. He is a brother. He literally would fly to Phoenix right now if I needed him, whatever. But so I, he decided he was down on his luck here about a year, year and a half ago. And he goes, Jimmy, you got to come back to Pastrana land with me. You got to come to Pastrana land. I was like, all right, sounds like fun. So we go back there and he goes, I got to go out to, we're going to go out tonight. So we go in downtown Annapolis. Everybody knows Tommy. Well, one of his best friends. Hold on a second. You go where? Annapolis. Annapolis, Maryland. Maryland. Travis is town. I understand that. But it's, you don't just throw it out there. Downtown Annapolis. How many people say that? He you just don't, I don't know. You just don't downtown say it. Annapolis. I've been there once. It was with Tommy. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it just sounded so weird to me, man. Downtown Annapolis, not Indianapolis, but Annapolis. Annapolis. Not Minneapolis. Yeah. Annapolis. But there. Oh, anyway, go ahead. Sorry, bro. Anyways, we go go there, and Tommy, his best friend, owns an Irish bar. It's an Irish guy, and he gets in a fight oh, trying no. to get the Irish bar owner to take an Irish car bomb. And he goes, "You do realize, like they literally got in this argument." Oh and no. 
how, he goes, how bad that is, you know, and how bad it is. And I, it was just funny because they got in this fight, you know, and he goes, it'd be like you trying to take a, you know, me having a twin tower shot and you taking a twin tower shot. Oh, you know, wait, and they like, seriously? yeah, they were literally like going back and forth. It was the craziest Ooh. thing. And I didn't realize like Irish car bomb, how much Irish people hate that. I learn something new every day. It's wow. But it was funny, but I saw them literally get in an argument. These are best of friends. And literally, it was just at the end of the night, they're hugging and, you know, whatever. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. But so you were on to something. We should call it a car bomb from now on. (laughs) Take the Irish out of it. I'm going to show my age. But, uh, again, I didn't even think about that because, uh, uh, again, people look up things on their phone all the time on video and, and radio. Look up the IRA. Not an IRA, but the IRA. Look up the significance of, God, man, we're getting serious here for a second. Don't look it up. Uh, that's so true. I didn't even think about that. An Irish car bomb. That was So this is an shit. incident. This no, this was, no, this was, holy smokes. I, we're going to get brutalized Which if I go too much deeper into no, this. No, it's fine. This is what this is. We no, never knew what direction wanted, this listen, was going to go. Listen, you want to see. We, l- l- okay, all right. So this is, okay, basically, though, the IRA that you're looking up, this is how the Irish car bomb, well, why? No, it, not how, but Crash, why? careful. Okay. Look, the mm-hmm. Irish Republican Army. Okay. They were battling, and I, I'm going to go so far off the rails here, man. Excuse me. They See burps on Mike. <laughs> Way to go, Howard. They they were battling, <laughs> and they were battling British rule, and that's the significance of our, the the stuff that was going on. And again, pardon my ignorance. Late seventies. That I, again, this is what I recall. Late seventies, early eighties. That was significant between. The IRA and Jerry, what is his name? We had this conversation with our guy Tim Murphy. Hold on a second, Jerry, oh, our, one of our Irish yeah, friends. Jerry, and it was Jerry with a G, man. IRA. Uh, here we go, Jerry. No, IRA. Bam, Jerry Adams. No, is that him? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was president. Yeah, yeah, Sin Finn, Jerry Adams. This this was incredible. The stuff that uh, again, you talk about kids learning legit stuff back in the day. I'm I, I'm in my early teens. Uh, learning about the, the the issues with the IRA and, and Jerry Adams and Sin Finn and the significance of the British rule over Ireland and Scotland and, and all of that. So I understand, to bring it back to the point, why Cat Daddy was upset and Irish car bomb, that was significant back in the day. Look it up, man. Okay, hold yeah. on. A car bomb? <laughs> I'm trying to make the correlation to the drink. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Absolutely. I think we're totally safe with car bomb. Yes. Okay. Yeah. (laughs) Holy crap. Man, we got serious there. Yeah. And I probably just screwed up five or 15, 20 years of history there. Yeah. My apologies, but that was, uh, that's incredible what we just did there. (laughs) I love (laughs) stuff. Literally, my notepad of notes for this was literally like, show the camera. Show the camera. There you go. And, and, And that's typical. Speed freaks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's, that's why we get along with like, you so well. Like, like you, Jim, w- the foundation is motorsports, but it, it's, it's everything that blossoms. you got to get to motorsports first, and it's the travel to motorsports that's so much fun. It's, um, we could have awesome rigid chaser lights on top of every rig that we have, but it's the point of getting to those lights of, man, I had to drop my daughter off at school, my wife called me, says, man, did you pick up the the cleaning and then so forth and so on. And, babe, I don't even have the rig uh, loaded to go to King of Hammers. I mean, <laughs> there's, a, there's, a, there's, a, there's a life before you get to, to motorsports, and that's, 
that's kind of what we, we do. And with everybody that you interview, that we yeah. interview, I mean, they yeah. are a motorsports foundation, <laughs> but we all have lives. Yeah. And you can get to the motorsports stuff and talk nuts and bolts and whatever and whatever spec is interesting at the very particular second, but you want to know about who they are, what makes them bleed, what makes them you know do yeah. anything. Robbie Gordon, one of the greatest off-road pilots in the history of man. One of the greatest overall drivers in the history of mankind. Yeah. I'd if he was patient at, enough to be yeah, in one series I, I, for long enough. I would say in his prime, there's probably five or six guys that I would put, mm-hmm. you know, guys like Alonzo, you know, mm-hmm. Sebastian Loeb, Robbie Gordon. I mean, there's, you know, Mario Andretti. I mean, there's yep. some good universal. Absolutely. You put him Tony in. Tony Stewart. Scott Dixon. There, we could have six Dixon. different cars here with those guys you mentioned, and Robbie would contend to beat every one of their asses. Absolutely. Yeah. Jimmy Johnson's another one. Yep. In fact, I was in a – We in won't a, talk about his IndyCar career. But no. <laughs> He uh, was w- older then. He needed more time oh, to learn. Oh, here we go, IndyCar. <laughs> uh, okay, we're gone. Is he doing the Indy ovals car. next year, by the way? Mm. I mean, Ganassi just announced their road course guy for the number 11. That's I want to know great Jimmy point, man. Okay. That's who's going to fill the number 11 for <coughs> Ganassi. Finish this conversation okay. first. Okay. So, greatest all right, of all time. All right, so our good friends at Red Bull sent us to the Dakar Rally. What year? 2004. The year before the Longhorns won the national championship. It's, it's crazy. Why wouldn't you remember that, Jack Mr. is laughing. Um, again, but it was the we're going to sell some lights here. <laughs> um, and some tires. Come on. And some, absolutely. And some 805s. Mm. 805s. Mm. And some 19 crimes. So here we go. Red Bull sends us to the Dakar Rally. And it was the kickoff in Spain. Mm-hmm. Well, that's Bars- when they were still Barcelona. doing Barcelona. Barcelona. That's when they were still doing the, the European leg, and then they yes. transitioned over yes. to Africa. Yes. Yeah. That was a legit Dakar. Yes. Yeah, this is before the Assassins. Yeah. <laughs> this is before the, the deer and rifles with well, scopes. Well, the Assassins are the reasons why they had to go to South America and then other places. Yeah. Go. But uh, did I see uh, last week where they're back? Rolling through Africa and so forth? Uh, no, Saudi Arabia is paying them way too much money. They're right. never leaving Saudi. All right, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so, uh, yeah. Here we go. So <laughs> Come on. You see what's happening with the World Cup. So right Robbie now. Gordon <laughs> was sponsored by Red Bull at the time. He was rolling on v, uh, VWs, th- rolling the VWs. Yeah, the he had the, the Turag program. Exactly. Yes. So we're over there in freaking Spain, and they had the um, the pre, what do you call it? Pre, uh, uh, pre-runners pre or whatever the um, hell. Yeah, the first stage was the pre-run. Well, it, uh, yeah, it was, it, they, w- they went from the tarmac to the beach, and it was just mm-hmm. the pre. It, it, it's basically a parade. It's it, just it, a, yeah. yeah, exactly. It was, it was lined with fans. So, so yeah, it's again, uh, we're over there with Red Bull and – Robbie Gordon's there and a few other, just some of the most badass pilots in the history of mankind. Uh, and we brought winners over the moon. Just innocent freaking speed freaks winners through <laughs> Red Bull. They were brave. And it was, uh, did, the, did, the, did the girl win or did her husband She won. Win? She yes. won, right? Yes. They were from Northern California. Yeah. yeah. Awesome. They were just a great. Because you have some shitbox winners. You can oh, have we just have. Some horrible winners. We have. That's still silverware. <laughs> from, the from, moto, from the Moto GP in Indianapolis. Indianapolis. Yeah. yeah, mark that time there, Brohan. Yeah, no, that's yeah, exactly what I was doing. <laughs> mark that time. I did the same damn thing. Ron, Cra- Ron Caps dropped a, mark this, dropped a shit in the goddamn <laughs> <laughs> market. And I had to, I had to, I had, I had to put it down. No, t- I, I did have a side note. It, did, have you ever had one where it slips up and actually makes? Uh, oh yeah, yeah. So oh, I yeah. got a call from Darren Peck at Sports Byline. Yeah. <laughs> he goes, "Hey, he goes uh, that Tim Montana interview you did. I don't know if you know Tim, the country singer. He's opened for Kid Rock the last yep. couple of years. Ooh. Good, yeah, he's a, he's a good dude." Um, 
anyways, he goes, yeah, he goes, you missed two fucks. <laughs> I go, I go, Darren, you're kidding me. He goes, nah. He goes, he goes, Sirius isn't going to care. He goes, AFN might. We're just going to ignore it, and mm-hmm. hopefully nobody calls. Yep. But he goes, just no. And I go, I go, do you want to know how many I trimmed out? And he goes, how many? I go, 41. <laughs> <laughs> Yes. And he goes, well, I don't feel too bad. You only missed two. That's <laughs> badass, man. That's really good. Yeah, it's the f bombs. Frankly, our show's seven to nine Pacific, uh, ten to midnight Eastern. You know, if a, if a shit lands every now and then, or a or a goddamn, it's the f bombs. Yeah, we don't get too many of those, right? Not well. It just depends on the conversation. If well, it's you a guys get some conversation. winners after they've already been drinking and everything else. So it's like I can. That's true. Yeah, I was going to say you happened. guys get these yes. guys that come off a big win and they've yeah. had a bunch of drinks and then call into your show. That's, that's when true. it gets a little loose lips. It's funny though that you say that. We, we, we will get back to the Dakar winner and what Robbie Gordon. I already did to forgot her. about the day. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, it's funny how our show. We've been on the air for 22 years now, and we have we have evolved from the early 2000s to the mid 2000s. Getting the winners after they get home, like especially NASCAR guys, because you know we're ten Eastern, seven Pacific. So yeah, they're home. They've they've loosened up a little bit. They've had some cocktails, like you said. Yeah, over the years that's evolved. Now we get them two hours after victory lane when they're still sober, <laughs> because NASCAR has learned that's a better interview, at least for our image. It's like okay, we get it. We you know, get Ron, Ron Caps is is famous for that. He will even say it on air. He says, he says "Guys, I'm six deep." <laughs> well, it's funny because I, I, I think you and I both. I think we all interviewed Caps within a week of each other because I had Caps on my show, and I've, he's become a really good friend of mine. And, he's uh, a great dude. You want to talk about a guy that can wheel anything? Mm-hmm. Ron Caps can drive anything. Valid. Yeah. yeah. Ron Caps, mm-hmm. he's in that conversation too, and I yep. don't think being a drag racer gets the credit he deserves. That guy, Antron Brown's another one. That guy mm-hmm. can wheel. And Kalita, Doug Kalita, believe mm-hmm. it or not, because Kalita was in midgets before he went drag racing. Is that right? Mm-hmm. Am I? I don't know that. But the but real I'm story. The real Man, story. We have a lot of stories going on here. Um, We're all over the place. We Doug, are. Doug Coletta, his his uh, uncle Connie. Connie. Yeah. And Ron Caps oh, have something in common. Really? They have one testicle. Really? I got an uncle that does. Really? Yeah. Club Incredible. Uno. What's yeah, that? We we started Club Uno. Club yeah. Uno. Like twenty years ago. Ron Caps, Dan Lizowski, Connie Coletta. Who it's else has one? testicle? A couple motocrossers. I can't quite. Was Chad Reed in there? I don't remember. I'm no, not going to say wasn't. it if I don't. Re- yeah. Yeah. No. But hold on. Can we get back to what he was saying, and then can we get back to your I don't even know story? what I was saying at this point. <laughs> so, Robbie Gordon. We're, Ron oh, Caps. Uh, Ron Caps. <laughs> we're in downtown Barcelona, all right? We're in downtown Barcelona. No, we're going to downtown Barcelona. Robbie Gordon with a person that might not have supposedly have been, should have been with him, her. Huh? You've had how much to drink? No. No, no. Not enough. <laughs> Robbie Gordon was someone in the front seat that she may not have, should have been with him. Um, we're driving to this restaurant or somewhere downtown mm-hmm. in, in Barcelona. We're, yeah, I can't remember that. And this is Robbie Gordon, again, a, a fantastic driver. Her and her husband? Our winners, yes. We're in the back of the, of the Volkswagen Turek. Well, obviously, he was not driving, the race vehicle, driving but so gnarly. Through some many windy streets. We pulled over by a pub. She got out. She couldn't even get to a an alley. She threw up right in front of about 18 feet of window, people eating 
fish and chips or whatever they do. No, it was a McDonald's. It was a McDonald's, wasn't it? It was a McDonald's. She just goes, I can't. She goes, blah. But can I tell you how precise he was around all those turns? It was, it was so amazing. And, and we were just going, oh, oh. He goes, my God, <laughs> this is Robbie Gordon driving this damn thing. And it was Statman. Much love to Statman. I wish you could be here. I love Bill. Uh, yes, Statman, yes. Crash, yours truly. Uh, two winners in the back and Robbie and this other mistress in the front seat. And she just, <laughs> <laughs> she goes, I'm getting sick. I got to get the hell out of here, man. But just think about it. She could tell her kids, Robbie Gordon made me throw up. Yeah, yeah. I got a funny Robbie story. So Robbie, he's got a house in Parker. Um, and you know, and I've known Robbie long time. Um, he used our race shop here and there and stuff like that. So I get this call when he had his, uh, the Gordini when he, and he, uh, he was doing testing at Parker, you know, he's got his house there and things like that. So he calls me and says, Jimmy, what are you doing today? It's like, ah, oh, just not a whole lot, Robbie. He goes, you're coming testing with me. Mm. All right. It's August, 120 degrees out. Well, that's oh. why I wanted to, cause it replicates Dakar, you know, it's hot. Oh, there you go. You know, so we're out there in the desert and he goes, all right, jump in. And I look, and he's in. Swim trunks, board shorts, flip-flops, tank top, no helmet. Gets in, he goes, ah, it's air conditioning. We don't need helmets. Ugh. I'm like, ah, I'm not going to argue with Robbie Gordon. Hmm. I jump in anyways. We go out there. And he goes, ah, oh, we got to get this thing stuck. And I was like, Robbie, I was like, you're not, you're going to, ah, oh, I'm fine in flip-flops, man. I was like, okay, dude, and I'm all right. So no chaser, there. just you guys? Well, no. we, were, we were doing this little loop through the sand dunes and then oh, coming okay. back, got and it. they were taking data Copy. and stuff like that. So right. he goes, we got to go get this thing stuck. I got to see how the, you know, the, air, the air system works on the tires, you know, where you can release air and stuff mm-hmm. and get it unstuck. All right. So you're <gasps> going down the road, and all of a sudden, hot brake fluid, something happens under the dash, and he starts screaming. I was like, what's the matter? I look down, and there's freaking brake fluid boiling and it's all over his bare skin on his oh. feet oh my god oh. on his feet he's like ah <laughs> so i was like i was like what he, he gets out and he's like, oh crap you know and this and that so we go and he tightens something up and he goes ah oh, you know all right you know i'm looking his foot's just red skin oh. peeling sh- you know and i'm like oh, you crap. saw the skin peeling yeah and i'm like oh this is bad so we anyways he goes ah oh, it's all right and i'm dude's gutting through it so we go up there and he gets it stuck in the sand dune finally all right <laughs> he goes we gotta go and check these tires he jumps out Dude in his flip flops steps in a cactus. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> With the same feet that it just oh, had the no. skin off. And I get out and what? he's screaming and I go around, I look and he goes, Don't even say it. Don't even say it. Because <laughs> oh. you what? were telling him about flip flops from the get go. <laughs> what year was this? What, what year was this? Oh, world? gosh. I probably got the photos. It had to have been 50. 14, 15, Think 16. how that would blow up on social now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you'd be like, Robbie, wait, move your foot a little bit. Hold on. Yeah. <laughs> Damn it, man. Oh, my gosh. Ooh. I just laugh. I was like, oh, poor dude. Like, and I guarantee you this day, if you win, he's going he's gonna to test at least in tennis shoes or something. <laughs> right? Oh my he has God. raw skin and then cactus needles. Just I bing, was bing, just bing, like, bing, oh, bing, that bing. poor dude was just. Uh, <laughs> so how how things work out? Did he did he get all the data he needed? Yeah, I think they got all the data. Cactus blows and hot brake fluid on the ankles sucks ass. Yeah, right. All right. Well, I'm getting told we got to take a commercial break. We'll be back after this on the General Tire Jim Beaver Show with Kenny and Crash the Speed Freaks. General Tire delivers for whatever life brings your way. General Tire's Grabber X3 all-season mud terrain tire offers aggressive styling and is engineered for durability with innovative performance features that are ready to carry you through extreme mud, dirt, and rock-covered terrain. For extreme traction that's ready for anything and rugged styling to match, look no further than the Grabber X3. General Tire delivers. Check out GeneralTire.com today. 
General Tire, official tire of the Jim Beaver Show. Conditions off the pavement are always changing, so why settle for a light bar that just turns on and off? The Rigid Adapt is a revolutionary new light bar that will automatically select from eight beam patterns that range from a widespread 90-degree flood to a 15-degree spot based on your vehicle's speed. Try that with your knockoff light bar. A dash-mounted controller allows the user to toggle between adaptive mode, beam patterns, and RGBW accent lighting. With Adapt, it's easier than ever to own the night. Did what you're hearing? Well, do us a favor. Head over to Apple Podcasts and rate, review, and subscribe to the General Tire Jim Beaver Show with Brittany Cardone and catch all of our back episodes. Welcome back to the General Tire Jim Beaver Show with the Speed Freaks, Kenny and Crash. And uh, we've just been talking about our good friend Robbie Gordon. And uh, I don't know. I don't even know where to go. I, I feel like he'd have a million different stories if he was sitting here in the room, oh. and he'd probably be. But, we uh, would go Robbie through Gordon all the alcohol. Robbie Gordon couldn't sit here. No, Robbie Gordon couldn't sit here. No, no, no. He, he can't. No, he couldn't sit here. No. I was in a cart one time, and I want to say it was back with this this um, celebrity. Yeah, it was it was a celebrity sports car race in uh, Southern California. It wasn't Long Beach Grand Prix. So something different. Yeah, it, where and then they had a, a bunch of the the drivers that were going to run in this Grand Prix in these in these carts, and I was in this cart and I was doing a bit for Speed Vision. I'm in this cart, suited up, helmet, and everything, and I feel this. <laughs> Try Gordon pulling me out of this goddamn cart <laughs> to get in this this freaking cart, happy bastard. <laughs> you were in his cart? No, I was in my cart and. <laughs> And who's the who's the dude who spun out on the warm-up laps? Oh, Roberto Guerrero? Yeah, he's right in front of me, man. <laughs> yes. Yes. Yeah. You and all the SoCal guys? Yeah, I don't know what the hell was going on, man. <laughs> I, will, I will say, if you you want to talk IndyCar for a minute, you oh, talk hell. to anybody in off-road, the one Indy 500 they remember. Actually, there's probably two of them. Oh. Was Robbie Gordon running out of gas? The 99. Other, the, mm-hmm. the other one would be because everybody in off-road knows Paul Tracy, would be Paul Tracy and the Helio thing. Oh, three. Yep. Oh, God. That one I still watch, and I just, you know, I I love Helio, but I still think PT is screwed. Yeah. <laughs> I Yes, yes. Helio's <laughs> an amazing dude, and, I'm, I mean, it's awesome to see him as a four-timer now, but, yeah, you yeah. that's always a question mark in the back of it. Yeah, Everybody's that, that, You want to talk about asterisks in sports? <laughs> I feel like there, there's Get something. Ask your opinion, Beaver. What's that? Who do you think won? I think PT did. Absolutely. Why? Absolutely. Because if you look at the timing of when the yellow light came on and where LAO and PT were in relation to each other and the pace car, PT was ahead. I, I do love the banter on uh, on social media between Helio and PT every every every. Ooh, May. I haven't paid attention oh, to this. Oh, go much. on Instagram. I mean, they, okay. they, you know, this last year they were kind of going back and forth and riffing each other, and like it's. Is it better now that PT is not in the booth? Yeah, I don't know. Because he can just let go now. Yeah, it. PT is very his his Instagram sometimes. I wow. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. You, you want to yes. look around if you somehow end up on his Instagram. You want to look around going somebody. See me get on Paul Tracy's Instagram? <laughs> Damn. Did our good friends at General Tire see us get on Paul Tracy's Instagram? Yeah, are they tracking? Wait, what's yeah. going on here? I, <laughs> I get that. And and Paul Tracy's been in the Freak Nation numerous times. Yeah. And, again, well, I, I, that's a rabbit hole I don't necessarily need to go down. But Yeah, uh, but the bottom line, I mean, everybody has distinct personalities and beliefs yes. and whatever. And social media has brought that out and maybe in ways that we didn't expect but it is what it is and, and, we, we and maybe paul tracy's set for life he doesn't need to worry about he financial is set for life 
Speaking of Arizona residents, he's right up in Scottsdale. I was having this conversation. Is he? Because he was in Vegas for a while. He was. And speaking of off-road, was that when he was with Michelle Huseman? That was a very brief. Yeah. yeah that wasn't real long because she's with Johnny Angel here in Phoenix. He, and she's there. in Phoenix. Yeah. All yeah. the Vegas, Phoenix, SoCal. It's all but, incestuous. Well, PT had a uh, he had a house in Parker on the in the Keys on the river too for a ah. while. So he was he was coming to Parker quite a bit, and so a lot of people locals got to know him and things like that. Okay. So I kind of had his party house, but. Um, Is it true he would wear a cool green thong to the river? That I don't know. <laughs> Team cool green, really? Yes. <laughs> Come Speaking on. of mid nineties, <laughs> yes. that was that era though. Guys like PT, I, I, well, even even in NASCAR, it, you know, and Greg Biffle's a good friend of mine. But there was a NASCAR and IndyCar era, it, not not overlapping, but IndyCar drivers made a ton of money. Yes, and there was an era there in NASCAR where and those drivers come made a ton of money. Mm-hmm. Oh, you're okay. Just the financial thing. Yeah. Yes, yes. Indy the contracts were just crazy. Now it's a lot of pay to play, bring your own pocketbook. There was an era there though where the <laughs> money was just nuts. It, there's been a reality check in NASCAR. IndyCar's had that reality check yeah. for a while, but there's been that reality check recently. Now that NASCAR has turned over to the new generation, those guys don't care as much. They're like, they're, they're racing again just for the pure love of it. And they, they want to make millions, but they're like, hey, as long as I'm winning, I'm happy. Okay, Crasher, help cool. me out here. Our, our very good friend, I'll just say her first name, Irene. Mm-hmm. We were at, uh, by the way, we've been having uh, Ice Cream Fridays with uh, eight-year-olds, seven-year-olds, six, five with my daughter and her friends for four years now? Yes, arguably, right. yes, but keep going. So Fridays, we always have ice cream Fridays. And four, five, six, ten, twenty of her girlfriends show up at uh, ice cream. Irene showed up today, the the wife, excuse me, the mother of him and his best friend. And she was. She says, my husband now has Peacock Network and is really getting an in IndyCar. Oh, no. Yes. And, 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 again, think about this. We're in this bubble. We're in a very small percentage of people that know the difference between IndyCar and Formula One. Ninety-nine percent of the people around this world have no idea. Well, I take it back. Form- I don't know how many Formula One fans would know the difference. Regardless, they know the difference. Formula One fans are diehards. They know the difference. They go, "Oh, that's not my F1 car." Anyway, she was asking, you know, the differences, and I had explained what open wheel meant. I didn't know what open wheel meant 30 years ago. I didn't know what the, what the f- is open. Oh, okay, I get it. So I had explained that, and then I tried to tell me how far I'm off here. I was wow. explaining about the the price differential between Formula One and IndyCar. I said, listen, because they're big drivers survive fans. I said Red Bull team or, or any of those front runners. Yeah, they're big on the team that cheats. Yeah, yeah. Red Bull uh, any any of those front runners. <laughs> You got it's going to cost you 150 to 200 million a year. Is that right? What How is the cap now? It's I've I've lost it's, track. It's just but under it's 200. Yeah, right? Remember I they cheat. So. so I said 150 to 200 million, but I said for a front runner in IndyCar, it's going to be anywhere from five to 10 million. Mm-hmm. Is that's that right? That's correct. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Now I also said that, that which used to be 20 million, by the way. So it's like so what I also said about Formula One drivers and IndyCar drivers per se. I said. Formula One drivers before endorsements can make anywhere from ten to fifteen million dollars a year. Then you tack on endorsements, you can get, you know, five to ten. Is that right? Is you that, get kind of, is that sound about right? Of a lot. Yeah. It just depends well, on the endorsement. But yeah, and if your name's Lewis Hamilton, you get just right. That's well, and you just money, report <laughs> half of it. It balloons. But yes. IndyCar drivers at one. I was explaining to her. I said IndyCar drivers at one time they were making five million dollars a year. On sa- there were, okay, the last one to make, I believe it was $10 million, and I, I could be totally off on this, but I believe the last one to make $10 million in salary only was Dario Franchitti. 
and those days are gone, obviously. Okay. That was when, uh, well, like Champ Car, when, or Car, when they were doing international, yes. going to Australia and, and you know, Germany. They, it was almost like a miniature Formula One series, it, yes. you know, at that yes. point. So they, I think everything was escalated budgets, driver salaries. Sanctioning fees were still being paid at that point of about one to two million. And no, they can't get that now if they even tried. Yeah, so, so I said, how much it's digressed? Digressed? Digressed. Right? Digressed. I said a, a successful front-running IndyCar driver now m- will make under a million dollars a year, seven fifty. I'm not saying Scott Dixon. Yeah, I know. Sc- no. Definitely not Scott. I'm not saying Co- Scott Dixon. And definitely but, not. But Will. I'm saying yeah, I would say maybe yeah, a Marcus Erickson. Yeah, but I don't think he, I think he can. I'd say Rossi probably hunted a pretty big salary too. Yep. I, yeah, yeah, I, I think you're right. Rossi I think you're, yeah, I think all the McLaren guys. So yeah, I think. Really? I don't know Why? if Felix is a million. He's uh, won the Indy 500. What else? Alex Pillow. He's no, chan- yeah. let's, let's talk. Let's talk about. It. I, 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 pl- Rossi's a great personality, but why? Why? Why does he get more money? Because his dad, and because he's got. Yeah, I mean, he, he just. I, I. don't know the answer to that. I'm right. just. He's. He's run his business very, very well. His race business. His business of the Alexander Rossi brand. Yes. Is that, yes, I would agree with that. Yes, he's run his business very good. He's surrounded by some really good people. I love his personality. I love the fact that he's got very little filters in a lot of his conversations. And he's very I lo- dry. I love Rossi, and I've interviewed him enough times where I've there's a shell, and you got to break mm-hmm. the oh. shell. Yes. And once you break that shell with Alex, yeah. he's, he's hilarious. Yes. And you got to learn he loves whiskey, and there's things <laughs> like that where he, once you get the, the, the real Alex, I mean, and you get, understand his dry sense of humor and yes. things like that, he's actually funny as hell. Here's some great <laughs> – this is how long we've been doing this, Beaver. Back when you were like six or seven years old, we started Speed Freaks. Hey, that's a compliment. We're at, we're at performance <laughs> racing industry. I was in my young 20s, and, and you guys were one of the inspirations why I'm doing what I do Aww. now. So. That's, that's scary. <laughs> yeah. That, yeah, that's a little scary, actually. So where's your black man? Where's your girl co-host? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. That's what Speed Freaks does. So, uh, so uh, listen to me. What the hell we talking? Oh, so we're at PRI in Orlando, okay? Um, 2004, 5? When did they change it from no Orlando idea. to Indy? Well, it was an Indy first, then it went to Orlando for a few years, and then now. The Everybody Stewart talks highly <laughs> of the Florida years because <laughs> it's so colder than shit. Yeah. Right, exactly. Shit it was, December. But it was always Listen, cold in Orlando, I, I, too. I have I, to, it snowed at the kart race in Orlando one of the three or four years they were there. So I'm like, okay, and we're mad about Indy for what? Yeah, that was interesting. Okay, so we're at PRI maybe 2004, 2005, doing one of our Speed Freak shows for, Jesus, was it Speed then? I Speed? This, to be honest, Speed if it's channel? the story I'm thinking of, this was radio only. Was this it? This was Radio Row. Yes. They, I mean, bro, they paid for us to come out there and promote it on our radio network. This father with his little 15, 16-year-old comes by and, and starts talking to us and Steve Lewis with PRI and says, listen, my son is doing so well in carts and shifting and blah, 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 blah. Northern California. Northern California, man. He's got a great road ahead of him. Uh, I just want you guys to know about him. Alexander Rossi. Really? <laughs> the fuck is this kid, man? Bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> what is this? <laughs> Come on. Well, I think we can go to Danica Patrick in That's where I was <laughs> yes, <laughs> California Dan- Danica Speedway. Patrick, we're at California Speedway. With her mom. No, we're not. No, yeah. no, 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 no. I d- no, it, she was not. We're walking down the pits of the cart race, right? It was cart. It was the cart sanctioning series, yeah. yes, yeah, not go-karts. It was, it was cart yes. at the time, 
And this is probably this right around the same time, man. No, this is the year 2000. This is way before. She, this is Bullshit. Before she, no, no, I disagree, man. I promise because I'm sorry she won the, Japan in 2004. So this is way before the Rossi. She didn't win 2004. Yes, she did. Yes, she did. No, she didn't. Look it up, Bieber. Well, well I'm trying to think. Like 2004. Was it she that early? She didn't. No. Because I, I think early or 2000 07. she was still doing like Toyota Atlantics and Danica stuff, right? All right. Look up when she won Japan. Okay. 07's going to be my second one. When? I was going to say 07, 08. Okay. Yeah, I was going to say. 2008, I man. I was going to say. Excuse me, four years ahead. But look up when she did her photo shoot because we met her before her photo I shoot. I don't care. Her, this her was ma- like two- Her Maxim or FHM photo shoot would have been er- – It was because I, somehow I came across at some point one of her Toyota Atlantic, uh, her marketing decks. Okay. And, uh, and Tom Blattler was doing her stuff. Yeah, and that was early 2000s, and I think the Maxim – I remember walking into uh, to <coughs> Barnes & Noble, and I'd always go and get, like, Racer Magazine and F1 Magazine. And there's one place that carries stuff from Europe, and they had a rally yeah. magazine that I'd always get. And I remember, like, seeing an FHM, and it was like, Danica Patrick, what the heck? And oh, I looked, FHM. and I was like – yeah, and it was. I think it was. It would have been o two, o three, o one, maybe. Okay. When okay. Was okay. Right around that time, we're walking in the pits at the cart race, and Danica knew of Speed Freaks, and she comes up to crash. Did you have the hoodie, or did she have the hoodie? She had the hoodie. She had yeah. the hoodie. She comes up to us talking about herself. I'm Danica Patrick. I'm going to be. Gr- I'm going to be able to da da da. And she was commenting on Crash's hoodie. No, no, no. She had the hoodie. I then go. I love, oh, your, I love hoodie. your hoodie. <laughs> and yeah. and. To this day, that's one of those stories where you think, what just happened, man? And then she, boom, Bobby Rahal, and then Crasher, how many years ago? Danica will never go to NASCAR. I did say that. Because I knew how much her dad didn't like it. And I'm like, he will not allow this. No, 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 no. Her dad still didn't like it. That's still, Um, to me, there's two drivers that I – that I wish never would have transitioned. And you can look at Tony Stewart go, you know, you saw what he accomplished. Oh, he was great, yeah. Danica Patrick, I wish she would have stayed in IndyCar. Mm-hmm. I think she would have had more wins and a great mm-hmm. career. Mm-hmm. Sam Hornish Jr. Agreed. Uh, I, I hated when he went because he was just the poster child of IndyCar at the time. And then, you know, and he just dried up. And I'm like, he could have been Dario. He could have been one of the all-time greats, I think. But Dario came back. Dario constantly did something with himself. So You know, that's, yeah. that's true. That, I, I'm being harsh on Dario because, again, if you want to compare him to – those guys, you know, Parnelli Jones, A.J. Foyt, uh, Mario Andretti, that said, F it. I'm going to run Yeah, anything. do what you want to do. Yeah, yeah Dip but, your toe in it. Have fun. But but Mario Andretti never said, I'm going to go full-time in the Bush series or the Cup series. Right. Like those guys that said, yeah, I'll do some one-offs. But it was yeah. a different time. You could do one-offs then. You, I mean, you can now, too, but you have to go through all your contractual obligations on what's allowed. And, yeah, yeah. But Not as easy. You bring up Tony Stewart again. Damn, I, I, I know what he did in what the hell they call it then? IRL Indy yeah. Racing League. The, that was when uh, what the Northern Lights, the search yeah, engine, exactly. was search engine, yeah, the, the Northern Whoa. Lights series. That's <laughs> yeah, that's that, that's Whoa. what I was referring Indy to. Indy Racing it, Northern Lights series. Yeah, yeah. And, and people are going, "What's Northern Lights?" It was a search engine. It yeah. was like a Yahoo or a Google or an AOL. AOL. Yeah, it was. Whoa. He won that in the Lights. Monards. In the Monards car, uh-huh. same with Jeff Gordon. Jeff Gordon wanted to run open wheel IndyCar, but they just ah, you're a piece of what? Holy sheep shit! Just imagine if those guys, we we might be talking a, a, a different language if Stewart and Jeff Gordon would have done crazy numbers in oh, open wheel full time in IndyCar. Right. Yeah, but <laughs> the series, however, and I'm just going to say this: the, the, it's the truth. 
it screwed itself before that was able to become an opportunity. Can you can can you screw in the pooch, screw the pooch, screw the pooch three times? Well, IndyCar's given it a good shot. See? <laughs> I mean, because they screwed the pooch with a split in 94. Oh, they screwed the pooch trying to get things back together, which they did successfully get back together in, what, the 08, 09 era. But they've screwed the pooch since. And you want to know damn a great it, Roger story. Penske, let's go already. You want to know a great story. We've got, you know, we've got so many gnarly stories of doing this 22 years. So, Tony George is on the – is uh, – no, excuse me, Chris Pook. Oh, jeez. So, Carton IRL. Okay, explain who Chris Pook is, Chris. Chris Pook was, at the time, the president of the CART series. But he was the basically the grand poopa, the pontiff of the Long Beach Grand Prix. He okay. made the Long Beach Grand Prix what it is. So, Chris <laughs> Pook is on the air with us. Was this – now we are like 0304 era. Okay, but he was on the air with us promoting Long Beach Grand Prix. I don't remember what he was on for. Okay, so but Chris, it was in the spring. So Chris Pook is on the air with us. This is when we, uh, it's the early 2000s. We're on. Yeah. Um, this is so cool because I remember we were in the KLSX studios in Los Angeles, and on the screen as Chris Pook is talking to us, our uh, phone op on the screen says, "Tony George." <laughs> dot 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 is on his airplane listening <laughs> to Chris Pook's interview and wants to get on. And Tony George, if you're not familiar with Tony George uh, and the George family crash, well, they owned the Indianapolis Motor Speedway up until they sold it to Roger, Roger Penske, Penske right before COVID. So, yeah, and that was since the 40s. So, the, this is when it, it was family. CART versus IRL. Oh. It, it was just, oh, and Chris Pook was trashing uh, the IRL and trashing Tony George. And Tony George heard every – I mean, Tony George is 32,000 feet up listening to this goddamn interview of of Chris, of, of Chris Pook. Sorry. Just trashing. I'm just going to listen to the whole thing, and we'll just bleep of that just tra <laughs> trashing. I hate post-production yeah, for that reason going. specifically. <laughs> uh, Too many cuss words. So – Tony George is listening to this, just crushing him, just crushing. And then we'll be right back, Freak Nation, with Tony George. <laughs> but Chris did not stay on. He had no idea. No, no. And I forget. How did – well, again, this is when you sent out promotional announcements of your show via, send emails, via yeah. fax and emails. So somehow Tony George got word that Chris Pook was on the this, so he was he was was he flying back from the California race when there were five thousand people that showed up, something like that. No, that was when the merger had already happened. But so yeah, whatever. That's just another one of those instances where we're doing an IRL promotion at uh, David Buster's in San Bernardino <laughs> with um, IndyCar drivers or uh, IRL drivers, and you know because we just a lot of pre-race parties back then. And in comes this guy where Crash goes, that's Tony George. Oh, that's right. Oh, speaking of flip-flops. Yeah. Who the fuck is Tony George? I didn't know who Tony George was. I didn't know who the hell I he was. I think you even asked me, what does he drive? What does he do? Uh, he drives a pretty nice car back home. Not yes. that I know. She he goes, probably has a driver. She goes, Tony George is in the George family in Napa Motor Speedway, and all of a sudden a little bing. That effort is right here at our party. At our, at our party at Dave and Buster's in flip-flops and jeans, and he's worth, you know, $2 billion? <laughs> Tony and I became quick friends right then. Tony, I know all about your career, babe. Hey, what's going on? Your mom or your sister? Who's been singing the national anthem or the uh, 
Who's the gentleman start your engines? No, is, okay. Yeah. Back home again was Jim Neighbors. Jim Neighbors for credit. What are you talking about? His family doesn't sing. Well, who? who Mary yeah. Holman George could barely say gentlemen start your engines. I mean, come on, let's be honest here. <laughs> His sisters were cool. You're not going to have to worry about your edits. You have to worry about your social media on this beaver. <laughs> Sergeant's such an idiot. <laughs> well, I want to hear about some of your behind the scenes stuff. What's some of the stuff that just blew your mind and you're like whoops kind of took you behind and you were a little shaky. do you have oh, okay. oh, can you answer right. my question do you have because this this will tell you this is how to tell you how dialed in we are do you have an iron man catheter <laughs> oh I one of ivan stewart's that. catheters yeah, yeah i forgot about that yeah i, I don't want one of ivan stewart's <laughs> catheters i'm gonna be honest with you <laughs> i mean if you've ca- got one you do you kenny <laughs> how, how many catheters do you have though uh, are they all jim beaver branded i have thrown all mine away <laughs> really yeah, use them throw them yeah throw I, I i don't traditionally we keep had him in the studio one time that we just got off for 15 minutes on catheters it just blew us away during the do you still bomb. have it so Yes, autograph <laughs> catheter. Bro, as silly as that sounds, think about some of the gnarly folks out there. Who say, oh, I have look, look. Can we be truthful though? I don't think it was used. You don't think that's that that that, that actually the, there's a there's a dot 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 there where it could have been used. I mean, this is <laughs> that's a good point. But why would he have it in the studio anyway? Come on, he, he brought, brought it one. back, man. He brought it. Saying, look, guys, out here because lug nuts, Gordon, who was with us. For the first seven years. I just remember he was the guy that had the Oakleys that went over yes. the top of his oh, yeah, head. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I don't even know what those are called. And it, over he, the tops, yeah. I think. Over yeah. The top. Oh, yes. <laughs> I think that's pretty. Yeah. It was the ugliest glasses Oakley ever made. Absolutely. But lug nuts and Scotty Cannon and drag racing, they could wear them all day. And be he just asked fine. him about <laughs> Iron Man coming. Iron Man was like one of, one of our first four or five shows and went out to Speed Zone and actually raced people in, on dragsters and, and, and right. carts at freaking Speed Zone. Off of whatever the hell freeway that was in, in Southern California. First so Speed Freaks I ever listened to, I would tell you the guest. And I remember I saw, there was an email blast something. Uh, you remember Alan Fluger, Flying Hawaiian? Oh, hell yeah. Yeah, so Fluger, that was the first one I ever and listened to. And he's not to. alive anymore, is he? What's that? No, what? he, he's alive. His dad passed away. He got into some. Yeah, some gnarly drugs, right? No, he didn't get into drugs. He got into tax evasion and weird stuff in Hawaii. Oh, crap. Flying? Well, listen, you want to go through more stories, bro. Yeah. Stories make Alan and I, and I will say this because there's a lot of people on that are listening that know Alan. Mm-hmm. Alan's always been nothing but amazing to me. Super nice. Are you guy. sure he never yeah. got into drugs? Uh, he could have, but I don't know. Why are you trying to drug it? <laughs> well, because there was something that the flying Hawaiian was badass. We had yeah, we had him on the show. We're at Irwindale Speedway. Was this before you when we did this? Possibly. We were uh, again. I was shopping Speed Freaks a year and a half before Speed Freaks started. I want to get into that. Hold on, Colson. Where are we at? We're gonna. I think we're gonna take. <laughs> are we gonna? We're gonna take a short break before we get into how Speed Freaks started. So, all right, we'll be back after this on the Gentle Tire Jim Beaver Show with the Speed Freaks. When it's time to replace the tires on your vehicle, General Tire delivers the tires you need for both your next big adventure and your daily commute. Whether you need all-season traction, lasting tread wear, or a quiet drive, General Tires are designed to deliver whatever life brings your way. From all-season ultra-high-performance tires for passenger cars and crossovers to extreme all-season mud terrain and tires for light trucks and SUVs, General Tire delivers great performance. To find your ideal tire, visit GeneralTire.com. General Tire, official tire of the Jim Beaver Show. 
Don't just shred your way through any off-road rugged terrain. Get into gear with GSP XTV and let us redefine your adventure. The GSP advantage of quality and performance sets the standard for UTV axles. We strive to provide premium ATV and UTV axles to keep you shreddy ready. Kick up some dirt and get in the driver's seat with GSP XTV. With over 35 years of experience, drive with a company you can trust. Drive with GSP. For more information, please visit us at gspxtv.com today. When looking for a new wheel for your off-road vehicle, car, truck, or UTV, the choice is easy. You choose what the pros use. Rob McCachran, Keegan Kincaid, and myself, Jim Beaver, all exclusively use Vision Wheel, whether we're dominating Baja, taking the cup at Cranon, or shredding UTVs. Vision Wheel's trend-setting designs and durability will set you apart from the competition and your friends. Check out visionwheel.com or at Vision Wheel on social media to learn more. Life is all about sound, the sound of sports, the sound of the racetrack, and the sound of your vehicle. Don't drive around listening to this. Drive around listening to the sound of performance. Gibson Performance. Gibson Performance Exhaust is the company who can turn this into this. Remember that life is all about sound, and Gibson Exhaust is the sound of performance. Check out your next catback exhaust system, headers, muffler, or UTV exhaust at GibsonPerformance.com and get more power and more sound. Social media? Yeah, we've got that. Jim Beaver 15 on all major platforms and Jim Beaver Show, JB15 Group, and B Cardone 15 on the gram. Welcome back to the Gentle Tire Jim Beaver Show with Kenny and Crash. And uh, Hey, I'm sorry Statman can't be here, man. I, You know what? I love Bill Wood. Uh, yep. He's... He and I, I don't know, we only run into each other sparingly every five or six years at some rally event or something like that. There you go. He loves you. I think you guys were married about five I, or six years ago. No, I, I love that guy. He's <laughs> one of the most genuine human beings yes. I've ever met. And yes. uh, heart of gold and just, I mean. Statman and I know each other. And, I, and I, damn, I know we're going to another 30 minutes, but we got to go get some food. Yeah. But uh, Statman and I know each other from when I was, when I was sport, excuse me, when I was entertainment. Sure, all done. I'm not all done, though. Uh, no joke, man. Mine just Here's some pansy ass. He keeps saying properly chill. I get that, man. I'm already chilled, but I can't. Talking about your beer They're, they're cutting me tops. off, and I'm only on my second beer. That's yeah, I know. That's wrong. So Statman and I worked together at UPN News 13, KCOP in Los Angeles. When I, when I was hired from KLOS, oh, God. I, went Jap- I was doing Japanese TV to Los Angeles, and I was KLOS, and I left KLOS to go with KCOP Channel 13 doing uh, entertainment reporting, yeah. music, because my music, my background is really music. And Bill was a big producer there. Statman was a big producer at UPN News 13. And he and I started to gravitate towards each other in like 96, 97 because of his fascination of just music. And he really wanted to learn more about music. I, one week, you see me at the anchor's desk with Metallica and then Master P, Anthrax and Celine Dion. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm in the in the presence of some pretty freaking high names. Yeah. But and so widely diverse. How Statman and I became involved was he said, dude, we got to make a like a year-end best of or something of what you're doing here. You have nobody's grabbing these kind of crazy uh, entertainment uh, musicians like you are. So Statman started producing a, a number of my year-end pieces. He started producing these live pieces where I'd be at Borders Books with one camera and there'd be Tommy Shaw and Kenny Sargent sitting here in freaking happy-ass rigid chairs <laughs> talking shit. 
He produced that. It was you can ask him. I'd, I'd anchor sports and then go put on my snappy little uh, Tom Jones shirt, <laughs> and I'd, I'd host you know George Thorogood. So that's how far back he and I go. All right, so we want to go back to Flying Hawaiian. Um, <laughs> Stat man to Flying Hawaiian. Let's go. I'm, I'm getting hungry, man. <laughs> so um, I shopped Speed Freaks for a while. I've, I've put together the most bullshit, stupid looking proposals. Now that you look back at it. And I meant I think to br- we all did those. Though. Yeah, we did. Yeah. No, yeah. not like this, Jim. You should see the ones I made when I was 18 sending to Budweiser oh, oh. trying to get them to sponsor my <gasps> oh. program. I wasn't even 21, yeah. and I'm sending proposals to Budweiser. Okay, you, you're probably right. <laughs> Mr. You're Marketing probably. right here, good for you, because Budweiser sponsored everything. You're like, I know they got money. They got a hydroplane. <laughs> this off-road program's cheap compared Makes to that. Makes sense. <laughs> exactly, exactly. That, that water's on dirt <laughs> somewhere, like, man. <laughs> giving them a million dollars? Just give me 10 grand, man. <laughs> Isn't that, tr- isn't that true, man? <laughs> Our very first client was Speed Zone. I think it was like fifteen hundred dollars. Yeah, yeah. But we were said, like, oh, yes. oh my god. So uh, I should have. Okay. So we, I was shopping Speed Freaks for a while. Uh, Channel Thirteen didn't renew my contract. I was, I wasn't going to anchor sports anymore. Be sports uh, entertainment reporter. So what are we talking? Ninety eight. No, Ish? we're talking uh, two thousand. Okay. Uh, Nineteen ninety nine. When I knew they were going to renew it, I thought, God damn, I better come up with something, man. I need work. And I came up with this crazy idea to uh, talk motorsports, but to bring it to a to a level that's never been attempted. Because every time you watch those happy bastards in NASCAR and IndyCar and NHRA, they'd be wearing a tie and a pink shirt and a blue sports coat. I'm going, that's not who the hell's in the pits. That's who's not. Re- that's who's. You're being, f- you're forcing your happy pink shirt bastards on all these people that d- don't even understand how to tie a tie. And not only extreme sports athletes. Yeah, it's like, yeah. Talking to freaking this eighteen-year-old Brian Deegan is going. Yeah. Hey, and Brian. Benny Parsons is how going. How does it feel? Hey, Brian. How does it feel to do it? So I just something happened, and I and I wish I could really go back to, to the. What, germation is that a word? Germination. Germ- whatever. How it ru- <laughs> <laughs> okay. But 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 uh, Irwindale Speedway. I, I did some things at Irwindale Speedway with. You're talking about how you germinated the show, there you go. Yeah, or how it germinated. <laughs> so um, oh, wow. I, I knew that. I mean, freestyle motocross was hot. I mean, yes. this is before, just before Kerry Hart landed the black backflip oh, in yeah. Philadelphia. In what X Games two or whatever the hell it was, okay, and he broke his freaking spine. We're we're because I, I just want to bring an extreme attitude to motorsports. Uh, Tony Stewart, give a shit about your nuts and bolts. Why do you not like Jeff Gordon? Why do you want to punch him in the face? I just that's the attitude I want to bring. Had the comedian lug nuts lined up. Had Statman, a black man in motorsports, who is. Who could tell you the color? Uh, this Dude's is a my- genius. I mean, he, yep. he, Statman is a perfect guy. You talk Driver him himself. The stuff he pulls out. Yeah. I'm like, where the hell do you know that, Bill? Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, Richard Petty to Sebastian Loeb to Travis Pastrana to uh, AJ Well, Ford. we're in. You brought up Barcelona with the Dakar Rally kickoff many, many years ago. And we're just standing there waiting for the elevator, and Stat <laughs> just out of nowhere goes, Ari Vatanen, hey, Statman from Speed Freaks. And I'm like, huh? He just picked him out, and then they started having this conversation. Ari Vatanen, one of the greatest of all time. World Speaking Rally of, champion. Yeah. Yep. I'm like, wow. Yep. Yeah, it just Statman, Bill so Wood, yes, I'm sorry amazing he can't be man. here. Yeah. But yeah. he was there for this freaking fly, high, fly in Hawaiian. 
bit. So we're at Irwindale Speedway, up in one of the suites. They set us up there. They just they knew we were on to something. This is before we landed our first show, I think. It, it had to be, oh, yes. This, if it's so in know, this yes. suite uh, this is, pre-me. is yeah. every one of those effing metal militia dudes, every effing one of them. <laughs> and it's me, Statman, and Lugnuts. We're in this, and, and one of those militia dudes, Mad Mike Jones. Oh. <laughs> I'm going there. And if if there was e- uh, if there was ever a Cretan, is Mad Mike Jones. So we're out on the out on the uh, balcony of our suite watching some, some prelims of the freestyle stuff. These and Mad Mike Jones and his cronies are up in there. I mean, we're, again, this is Twitch. This is Lusk. This is all those bastards, man. Uh, and. We were looking for something to drink. Mad Mike walks out with a bottle of wine. He says, would you guys like something to drink? Just a bottle. Mm, red blend. It's full, but it's white. It's clear. Mad Mike Jones pissed in that bottle. Walked outside and tried to offer us some uh, red blend in that, in that bottle. That's our first encounter with Mad Mike Jones. <laughs> but Lugnuts from our show took a drink. No, he? no, he didn't. Oh, I thought he, he did. He was close. I thought he did. Listen, I thought he Lug did. Lugnuts wouldn't know the difference between rosé and black. <laughs> he wouldn't know. But he was, it's a very I good point. Oh, no, I just, no, no. And Statman is a big black guy, man. And it's like we just kind of went right to the next to Statman. You want some of this? <laughs> Do you? Even Mad Mike Jones went. I don't want none of Statman. Well, you know, the funny thing is, is Statman, I mean, Bill, he he's intimidating. He's a big teddy bear when you get to know him. But yes. He, yes. He's an intimidating dude. You yeah. look at him, nah, I don't want to screw with him. No. 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 <laughs> his, yeah, his aura, his presence is, yeah, like big black bear. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah but, yeah, you, you're right. You get to know him. He's the teddy bear, actually. Yeah. So this yes. is before I even knew her. Yeah, that's yeah, that's This is way before. So what I did to start Speed Freaks, and I, I know we got to run because I know everybody's hungry. Yeah, we got we got 15 minutes. Okay. Still, so so <laughs> um, thank you, General Tires, for making this thing possible. Yeah. So uh, I, I created this idea, and did I know, did I find did I have Stanley by then? Did I have our sugar daddy? Oh, he was pre me too. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Sugar daddy. We had. What it was, man. East Coast I was, I was, it was looking, yeah. I'm, okay, you want this? You want the real story? Oh boy, I'm on yes, Jerry Tolliver's bus <laughs> at a WWF promotion down at Anaheim Convention Center. That's right, before the This is the when lawsuit. Jerry Tolliver and uh, one of my most favorite drivers in the history of mankind, NHRA, I saw him and his wife at the U.S. Nationals. He was driving the other WWF funny car. Oh, gosh. Um, uh, I, I forgot those were even okay. funny cars at one point. Wait, are you so, not Scotty? Who was the other guy? No, hell no. No, uh, no, that was all Oakley. Right, so uh, right. Jerry Tolliver was on his bus at this WWF big promotion um, at Anaheim Convention Center. And, I c- and Jerry knew I was shopping it, all right? Jerry knows I was shopping because Jerry was part of the very first promo we cut. Jerry Tolliver, Jeremy McGrath. No. No, no, no. We actually did our first show. Okay, okay. anyway, Jerry Toller was part of our promo that we cut with the original on-air Crash Gladys, which was Lisa something. The stand- uh, Jim Epler. Jim Epler. There you go. There you go. Um, so Jerry knew – Jerry was uh, – loved Jerry. He, he was helping me shop it. What are you laughing at? What are you laughing at? Nothing. So I'm on this bus, 
And he says, Kenny, uh, well, actually, because I just, uh, I don't remember how I got there. I'm on the bus. And he says, Kenny, I want you to meet this guy. And I explained everything to this person. And he says, let me think about it. This person had a significant interest, significant interest in WWF at the time, financially. And maybe a week later, he says, I want to invest in the show. So he gave us the seed money to get on Los Angeles to pay for our time. And it was only for six months. Was, it this, was this the tail end of 99 or the beginning of 2000? This was, uh, this was probably uh, three or four months before June 25th, 2000. Okay, this so this is the beginning of 2000. This is probably early spring, late winter when okay. this happened. Uh, he says, I want to invest. So he invested the money. We got on KL KLSX and proved that we could make money for this station. Budweiser, Speed Zone, <laughs> Lucas, <laughs> another tire company prior to GT, who Travis Roffler was with, <laughs> and brought us uh, and poof. I mean, like everybody, we had our uh, peaks and valleys. But the, oh. the process of getting to that first show, Crash Gladys, it ended up being her and, and another girl that we were choosing. But before that, it, it was, there were five girls out of 100 girls that auditioned for it. In L.A., you, back in the day, you would send, you would send um, to it's called breakdowns. You would send information about a production that you've got rolling and the description of the person that you needed, movies, uh, TV and even radio. We were looking for a female co-host. Looks great. Hashtag me too. <laughs> Sounds good. <laughs> Knows a lot about... We, we need to make a reel out of that. Yeah. Hashtag me too. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> make remember, a reel out of his remember, auditions. <laughs> yes. Remember, this is 2000. So, looks great. Oh, this is going to hey be... Hey, baby, a, come on in here. Come the, on in here. This is the nut kicker. Uh, You're uh, married to him. Yeah. I know. Yes, yes. <laughs> we we had, there was something there. <laughs> And what not at the beginning. Not at the beginning. Is you send you send a headshot and you send a resume. That's what you do. You send them to these locations. So they were all sent to my home <laughs> office, and uh, there were hundreds or something. And it so I narrowed it down to six, and she was one of them, and five of them, of course. And it was between you and what's her name? Demar. We, uh, we were the final two. Yeah, but yeah. are you and, trying and to get the I'll celebrity? Get there, I'll get okay. there. Okay. We met Demar at what was the what was the Mexican food place off of Chewy's uh, or something like that? Yeah. Chewy's or Chevy's or yeah, yeah. it was Chevy's. Chevy's. Okay. Chevy's okay. off of um, Ventura. Ventura. Ventura Boulevard. Boulevard. <laughs> uh, we met. Did we meet you first, or you met me first? Met because then first. I went outside and I had to crank my alternator back her, because uh, I had such no, a no, P your, your POS car. It wasn't your alternator. It oh, was it was a 1982 Toyota Tercel. It was an alternator. It was her. Was it an alternator? Mm -hmm. Anyway, yeah, it was a very. And she, car. she shows that we, uh, the three of us, the three dudes were there talking to her, interviewing her, and the D Mart shows up. We eventually hire her. Okay, her original name was going to be Smashed Gladys. There was a band. I meant to bring the, the shirt here. There was a band. That a, wouldn't a, be good, would it? A, 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 <laughs> Just a, saying. A, a hair metal band in L.A. at the time, and I, I had their T-shirt. They were named Smash Gladys, and my story was, yeah, it would be cool. Let's get a lawsuit because <laughs> my, it wasn't my story. What a douchebag. <laughs> so 
No, no it, such thing as bad publicity, yeah. right? That, well, that, when my exactly business partner is an going. attorney, yes. <laughs> so how long ago was it that I went back and looked at those resumes? Okay, so you hired me in – well, the, the, our first show was June 25th, the year 2000. You probably went back and looked at the resumes of the final six, the final five, whatever. And it was after we got married. We got married yeah. in 2009, so this was like 2010. So I saved, I saved them. I'm looking through these. Well, yeah, because it's, it's a great memory. Thank goodness you saved them. I'm looking through these photos and resumes, and it's like in a manila folder, what? <laughs> Eva Longoria? <laughs> no kidding. Yes. <laughs> and on her resume, yeah, I auditioned her. On her resume says, she can learn about motorsports. <laughs> <laughs> in a yellow post-it note. And I think I'll still have that post-it note on there. She could learn mm -hmm. motorsports. Her agent wrote that, yeah. yeah. Meanwhile, she goes on to be a desperate housewife, and I come in <laughs> to get get here and find my husband. So <laughs> Six <laughs> weeks, seven weeks later, who do I fire? I was going to say, you guys had a falling out or oh, something. Yeah. There was something at one point. I remember oh, yeah. hearing bits of that. He fired me. Okay, speaking of speed zone, this had to do with speed zone appearance fees or something, and I was all pissed because I'm going to tell Kenny how to run his company. He just hired me seven weeks ago, but I'm going to tell him how to run his company. Oh, I was a bitch. I was. I absolutely deserved to be fired. I thought I deserved more appearance fee. Whatever. You no, fired no, me No, you tried to, you tried to, to uh, rally the troops. You tried to rally Stan yeah, no, and Mug. Right. Like yeah, 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 yeah. Come on, guys. Don't we need more money? I mean, seriously, listen to me, not Kenny. Well, whatever. When that, that was Stat horrible. Statman and Lugnuts and I have been working this thing for an effing year, have gone through a couple <laughs> of crash Gladyses and so forth, and here's Crash. Ah, I got any more money. It's like, listen, hashtag me too. <laughs> it's like, it ain't happening. So it took one show of – we've got promo pictures. Oh, hold on a second. It took one show of Crash hearing my ex-girlfriend no, no, no. You had no, no, no. You had the girl. Your ex girlfriend was in the promo pictures. You had the girl that was up against me, Demart. She was the one, and she was good. I disagree. No, no, no. I'm, I'm was it one hundred and twelve thousand percent positive. Yeah, you had Demart on the show, and I heard her, and I'm like, oh, she knows her s. She's good, and I'm like, that's it. <laughs> I gotta go crawling back because I want this job so more than anything. I screwed up. I get it. And don't Hold you dare put that so girl in my position. I'm, I'm living in a guest house in Van Nuys. So I'm back behind the front house, and it was a full-on bachelor pad. I mean, it was a guest house with a pool, a garage. It was, it was just the best freaking bit. It was so sweet. I'm, I'm coming out one morning, my boxers and some ragged-ass shirt, to the trash and emptying my trash can. Uh, my garage is here, house is back here, front house is up here. And I'm in the trash can. I look up the, up the tr long driveway. And I see, the f is that walking up here? <laughs> that is the OG crash <laughs> walking up here. She is about to shoot me. No. How quick? <laughs> how quick can I get my flip phone and video? We can flip video phone. Right no, you couldn't video. <laughs> she no, just you walked up video and, flip and phone just though. short of getting on bended knee. It was like, I'm sorry. Mm -hmm. I am sorry. That's so all you had to do is put another girl that knew her s on the air, and I'm like, ah. mm, okay. So here we are. <laughs> yeah, you had a heart. It worked out though, right? <laughs> well, okay. So then, 
he still had a girlfriend. I still had a boyfriend. And we do we, still, still we don't need to get into that. Yeah, trash. we do because it's 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 no, reality. It's not. We still that's butted what, that's heads. That's what Beaver Beaver Productions writes the book. Let's save it. Can, can we save a nugget for these people? No, <laughs> we 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 still butted heads. But then it turned. Yeah, you, so you turn over the new year and it's like, oh, so how are we going to make money in the next year? I don't know. You know, we, you know, we're just shooting in the dark here. And so I'm like, I, I'll go on sales calls with you. And then guess what turned us into a relationship. I'm looking directly into Carlson's camera. This this <laughs> red substance, this red wine substance, <laughs> was kind of nice after a few sales calls. I'm just saying, <laughs> just saying. Jackie, what's going on here, man? <laughs> Hashtag me too, man. No, no, no. Yeah, yeah no joke. Wrap the s up. So yeah. was would that have been a me too? But it wouldn't have because it was consensual. Yeah, it would have been a me too. What the hell is no, because it's consensual. Yeah. That's the whole thing about this. Yeah, whatever. No. Okay, that's a whole other conversation. Whatever. So, needless to say, it's a whole lot better than swiping right or left on an app. So. Isn't that the effing truth? It's a whole lot better than swiping. So that's what I tell people. I'm like, Wait, when was the last? How come you just can't go into a bar, or go somewhere, and meet somebody just now? Sit down. Yeah. Because you're a creeper. I'm looking at you because you're hot, babe. <laughs> <laughs> ah, you're a creeper. Well, your shirt is down to your doll. Oh, it's a creeper. <laughs> mm. <laughs> wait, 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 you you talk as if that's been a thing. No, it's not a thing. No, 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 not a thing now. But <laughs> at least I hope not. It's never a but thing. No, no, no. What? But that is, we've seen it. Oh yeah, we've seen it with a lot of our interns yeah. over the hey, years. Hey, who was what was the what was the motorsports app that advertised with us for a while? <gasps> motorsports app. Yes, um, it's for motorsports fans. Racingfansconnect.com like or yes. something. Or, or, is that um, like, uh, what, what is the Farmers Only? Yes, it's it the was. Ra- it's the racing version of Farmers <laughs> Only. <laughs> this is, yes. Well, this is what Lugnuts was still with us. Uh, Jackie's <laughs> over here from Ridgey going, what, what app is this? What yes. app is this? Exactly. <laughs> yes. No, but this yes, was. was. This was literally late 2000, so like 08, 07, whatever. No, because, no, 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 no. Nuts was still Lug with Nuts us. was gone in, in, in January of 2008. Okay. This is four or five. Oh, my God, yes. because he brought them to yeah. us. Oh, so yeah, this he was, did. This was yeah. way before Farmers Only. This was RacingFansConnect.com. Yes. Yeah. Oh, man. I don't know how success. Well, obviously not very much. So but stupid. It, no, it's it, not. It was ahead it's, of its, its time. It was ahead of its time. <laughs> no, exactly. If it, if it would have exactly. been something where you swipe left or right now on an app, it probably would have killed it. it would, but back then you were swiping Section left G. and right on Section G. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, whatever. Oh, we Lord. didn't get into it all our anyway. <laughs> I feel like there, at some point down the road there needs to be a part two to this. We'll just infuse <laughs> That's stat. Fine. Into this That's fine. Yes. Yeah. Oh, without yeah, question. We'll, we'll have to make something happen. Without we get, question. We'll get stat in. Because after our first show, which uh, we just said January 25th, the year 2000, after our first show, we go up to Cat and the Fiddle, which doesn't exist anymore in Hollywood. Was that off of Melrose or off of Sunset Boulevard? Sunset. Okay. And we're in here, and I'm like, wow. Just, I mean, my first time in this place. I'm like, the vibe here is just so old school but cool. Statman rips out all these cigars. And he's like, Crash, you want one? I'm like, yes. <laughs> like, I'll do my best, Monica, in the cigar sense, whatever. What's going on here? No, no, I, did, I said in the cigar sense. Come on. But, but <laughs> well, we had, that's that my was point, man. That's the whole, <laughs> in the cigar sense. Yeah, stat, stop it. Just stop. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ! Even Beaver's, even Beaver's turning red. Crash. I'm not turning red. I'm laughing. I think it's hilarious. Like, yeah, From the cigar. That's the whole yeah, point. The, 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 no, the cigar not the dress. Sense. You're digging not the hole the deeper dress. there. No, not, not the dress. Just stop it, Crash. <laughs> it's like you trying to explain the IRA, man. <laughs> Holy crap! Uh, 
just smoking. That's all. Oh, <laughs> just, that's all yes, let, let's let's please find some time to include Statman. <laughs> yeah, we we definitely need to do a follow up. Because I will just sit back and let these two efforts talk. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be awesome. Wow. Oh man. <laughs> Do we wrap this up? or I think what? it's time to wrap it up. Do you want to uh, give a big shout-out to General Tire, though, before we do? Yes. Just, uh, I wouldn't be where I'm at today without General Tire. I know yep. you guys wouldn't be where you're at without General I Tire. I so can't put this on my wine. Can't do it. So. Yeah, just no. a lot, lot behind the scenes they do for a lot of yes. different people in this industry, and I don't think people realize that. So. Vi- valid point. Yes, yes, yes. You know what? They put There's a lot of food on the table for a lot of people. And not not just in what we do, but from other series. Oh yeah, across the planet. Yes, but also behind the scenes, not just in a sponsorship sense, in a hospitality, in a charity. I wouldn't even say that word. Just it, just in a genuine sense. Yep. Yeah. And I will say, like, and I, I've never really been public with this, but I think when 2020 rolled around and COVID, and the way General Tire supported me. Supported yep. everybody they were with. Mm-hmm. It was the mm-hmm. toughest time. Everybody's dropping people like flies, and General yes. Tire said, "Just continue to do what you do." Yep. And you know, to me, that was that was huge. Well, kept, it, kept it, proves, afloat. it proves oh, pr- proves what your cool. brand has done for them. Yeah. To be able to stick through. I mean, that was thick, bro. That mm-hmm. was thick. To be able to stick for for them to say, "Beaver, stick around." It's like they 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 got it. I mean, where were people going? They were going to the freaking desert. They were going to the dunes on those GTs, and you were talking to them. Yeah. Sounds good, doesn't it? No. <laughs> Everything I've got's got GT. They <laughs> deliver right. me just yes. about everywhere, right? Right. Bang. Bang. There you, he just that was it. That was the liner we, we needed it. there. Nailed we it. Nailed they deliver it. us. Well, G- GT delivers, right? They do. Yep. Hashtag. They well. Gonna, they're going to deliver us to a restaurant and more yes, drinks here in a minute. So. They actually are. <laughs> they take right. me to the drugstore every day, the grocery store every day. I mean, it's just, come on, let's be honest. You yeah. know the drugstore every day? Walgreens, CVS, come on, what are we talking I didn't mean. <laughs> he takes it literally. Come on, who's the little literal Linda now? No, they take our daughter to school every g damn day. Right. Oh, same here. Right. Absolutely. Right? You know that. You well. Texas. Hey, I'm picking up my daughter. You're like, yeah. Yeah. Drugstore. It's great. Well, they do. How many times do I print photos because our stupid printer at home doesn't work? Just go with it, Jim. <laughs> damn photo printers at home, bastards. It's a Canon selfie that's Which, sucks. by the way, I found a freaking uh, – we're emptying our storage closet. I found See? a freaking scanner in one of our boxes. Remember? Whoop. Bam. 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 Remember scanners? I'm just I, – I, I was hoping for a fax machine, but that was just – No. <laughs> Seriously. Mm. I wanted the original fax machine you were sending Speed Freak faxes out oh, on. I still have some of our proposals that I would that I would send, and you'd make a copy of the, the fact that you sent them. I still have on that fax paper that's yeah. just that – you barely see it. Hey, Carlson, what's a fax? What's a fax machine? <laughs> Nothing but the facts, man. No idea. That is a great way to end this one. Thanks to Kenny and Crash, the Speed Freaks. Thanks to Gentle Tire, Rigid Industries. Signing off here on the Gentle Tire Jim Beaver Show with the Speed Freaks. That's a wrap for this edition of the Gentle Tire Jim Beaver Show with Brittany Cardone. Don't forget to subscribe on Apple Podcasts and follow Jim Beaver 15, B Cardone 15, and Jim Beaver Show on social media. We're also on the web. Hit us up at jimbeaver15.com for all the latest. We'll see you next time.
Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, believe it by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.